Welcome to a podcast about wealth and life. We all know that our finances play a big part in how we live our lives. In this podcast, the advisors from Foster and Motley share insights and information about investment and financial planning topics and how they connect to your life. Have you ever dreamed of having a chief financial officer for your own life? Someone to watch for changes in financial regulations, the investment landscape, and even over your retirement plans. And best of all, they could help advise you on actions to take. It's more realistic than you think to have someone play that role for you. Foster and Motley's Rachel Rasmussen and Nick Roth are here to talk about just that. I'm Patrice Sikora. And Rachel, Nick, first of all, glad to have you here. But if you have a CFO in your life, that suggests there is a CEO. And who might that be? Patrice, I love this analogy. It sounds like the start of a Tony Robbins presentation. You are the (laughs) chief executive officer of your life. No, in reality, you're the boss of your life. You may be pulled in different directions, obligations. Maybe you have dependents or, you know, a job or things like that, or just housekeeping stuff. There's a lot of things on your plate, but you are the CEO of your life, as we like to say. So let's just go with this analogy here because Nick and I, we think of ourselves as the CFO, chief financial officers. So if you're the CEO of your life, what does a CEO do? A CEO manages a company and they build out their team. At first, when the company's small, maybe the CEO wears lots of hats. They do all the things. They don't have their team built out yet. But as people grow their savings or grow their life and their net worth and things become more complicated, they may want to start building out their team, which would include someone like Nick or I as an advisor. So in this analogy, if the CEO is making the decisions, someone needs to report to the CEO some information about financial opportunities, financial red flags, maybe some risks. And we like to think that us, we as advisors, we could help fill that gap such that we provide the information, but we're not the one making the final decision. Like I said, you're still the CEO of your own life, right? But the reason, why would you even have that? I mean, Nick Nick knows this better than anyone in his planning role. There's a lot of things that are changing in the financial landscape that would make having a CFO very useful. Wouldn't you say, Nick? Yeah, absolutely, Rachel. It's it's hard to keep up with all of the things that are changing in the world, much less in the financial world that most people aren't dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Us as advisors, we're keeping up with all the rules and regulations and changes that are happening. I mean, just look in the last three years. In 2020, we had Secure Act 1.0, which changed a lot of rules around retirement plans and the RMD age. And the RMD, well, we know the <laughs> jargon, what that even means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, wait, we let's had a separate get past- podcast on that, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> let's get past the Secure 1.0 because we went to 2.0 too. 
Yep. So two years later, Congress decided that Secure 1.0 wasn't good enough, and they changed the rules again and completely overhauled and added on to what they did in Secure 1.0. So you thought you had all the information in Secure 1.0, and then you spent all that time researching and understanding, and then the rules and the playing field changed again. So having uh, a team like Rachel talked about and, and us acting as a CFO reporting to our clients uh, it can be super valuable in leveraging time um, because that's just one thing that people don't have enough of. And keep you up to date on your required minimum distributions. Absolutely. Absolutely. All that good planning stuff. And, you know, on the investment side too, if you're starting to grow your savings, it's a lot to keep on top of, you know, let's say you need to rebalance your portfolio. Well, what is the right fund? What makes sense based on your goals? Well, I have a different purpose for this account than that account. Having someone there to help you navigate that and to keep abreast of what's happening in the markets can be really, really useful. And that's why we like our approach as well you know, just to kind of help you along and make sure that if you say you have these goals, how can we get there? And having that accountability partner can be pretty useful. But not it only- Oh yeah, it, what are you going to say, Nick? It doesn't just stop with rules and regulations or the markets. You know, you need to know where you stand in your personal situation, right? Uh, the CFO of a business isn't only focused on external factors. They're also looking at what's going on within the business that they're trying to run efficiently and the best way they can. So there's things that we're looking at within your own financial picture on top of all of the external factors to make sure that you're on the right track and working towards your goals. Well, let me take this even a step further, the analogy that is, all right, you've got your CEO, you've got your CFO. Do you have a board of directors? Perhaps. I mean, you certainly have stakeholders, right? If people depend on you for things, you know, you have the people that you work with, you have your family, there's plenty of people involved. But, you know, as life gets busier, we can certainly see the value of delegating certain aspects of our life. And there's just things that maybe we're not good at, like, I don't know, I don't like filing my taxes. I hire an accountant for that. So stuff like that, you know, kind of finding the right people is part of building out your directors. Maybe part of your team is, hey, I need to have a housekeeper. I need help managing my household, something like that. You know, you could make these roles whatever you want, but we can help make those connections to who the other people on that board, who are they? As much as we like to be the expert in all things and try to help our clients in every area of their financial life. There's just some areas that we can't continue to be the experts on, and there are people who dedicate their careers to figure those things out. Insurance agents, mortgage brokers. We just talked to a client today and, and talked about referring her out to Zipful Capital, who's a mortgage broker in the area. We refer people out to estate planning attorneys. RKPT is a great firm in town. KMK, Katz Teller. You know, there's a wide variety of people available in all of these fields that are experts and that you're eventually going to need to communicate with and, and find that additional help or that additional resource. And Foster so, Motley has a great model too, where it's not just a financial planner, but you guys work together with an investment manager. 
right? Exactly. There's always two of us, right, Nick? <laughs> and every <Yeah>. meeting. <laughs> Our team uh, consists of financial planners and investment managers for the same exact reason. We feel like those two fields are close enough related that we can have them under one roof. And, you know, Rachel does different work than I do on a day-to-day basis. And I don't want to do the work she does and she doesn't want to do the work (laughs) I do. Amen to that. But beyond us, there's other people on our team too. You know, we have people that specialize in helping clients open accounts or operational tasks or our tax team. You know, there's a lot of different careers to be made in, in, in planning and investments It's important that we build out our team too to help support the client. But just like the CFO might have people underneath them, we also have people helping us support our CEO, our client. Are any of your clients ever surprised at the depth of your resources? I think they're surprised a lot, Patrice. Honestly, it's not easy to make these connections for people on their own, right? We go into meetings all the time and ask clients if they have estate planning documents, for example, and they say, well, I haven't updated my will in 30 years, or I don't have documents at all, right? So we see that on a day-to-day basis that people haven't been able to build out their team on their own. So this is certainly something that we know is valuable to our clients. Or even if they already do have a team, like let's say they have an insurance agent already involved in looking at their policies, part of our process is to say, okay, when was the last time this was looked at? Or we know something that has changed in your life. Let's go reach out to this person. So, you know, just having our eyes on the situation can help call out, it's time to handle this task or that task, kind of like a accountability partner, if you will. Talk to me about how this will help someone with their time and their money. Oh, I love this. I love delegating things because it makes you so much more efficient at your highest, best use. And I'll give a shout out to my colleague and friend Arlen on this podcast because she gave me some really good advice. She's raised three kids. They're all grown. My kids are little. And I remember she said to me, Use your money to relieve stress. (sighs) I love that. Like, you know, hey, you go to work. Why not have somebody help you with this? That's why I've hired one of our financial planners to help me with my financial plan. It's kind of like the shoe cobbler that always has holes in their (laughs) shoe. If you don't hire someone to help you, a third party whose objective that you're paying for, that gives you kind of some skin in the game to one, really address things, but two, leverage your time. When you are busy working and you're, or just living your life, or perhaps you just don't want to deal with it. You want the peace of mind. Having someone there in your corner that you know has their eye on the ball can really like Arlen says, relieve a lot of stress and save you time, I think, don't you? Absolutely. It it saves time, stress, and it helps clients make a lot of the right decisions along the way. When you do it yourself, not only do you have this burden of the amount of time it takes to figure everything out, but then you don't even have the confidence all the time that you're making the right decision after doing all that research. And having a, a dedicated professional that 
you know, you're confident is giving you the recommendations, you know, in a timely manner. We, we talk about meeting with our clients all the time. You know, we really only meet twice a year and maybe a meeting lasts an hour, hour and a half, you know, like we're getting a lot done in a three hour window of time. I think a lot of people would sign up for that commitment um, versus needing to do all the research themselves. And you easily spend a day just digging through everything. Well, hopefully if you're making the right decisions too, you will benefit. Agreed. I mean, that's really what we're here for. If you kind of summarize why you'd, why do you want a CFO or why would you want an advisor to kind of help you along, you know, first off, minimize mistakes and maximize opportunity. Mm -hmm. I love thinking about it in those terms because all of the opportunities that are out there to make good financial decisions, get your match, max out all of your retirement accounts. Maybe there's an approach that you're not aware of. That can be really useful and we can call that out. Hey, did you know that there was a tax saving opportunity? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but at least let's bring it up. And then on the flip side, you know, we've seen people make mistakes even before we've were working with them you know they let's say they were trading their brokerage account and they didn't have a good understanding of the tax consequence of selling certain investments that were short versus long term versus capital gain distributions all of these things that maybe they were not aware of but they find out in hindsight and hindsight is a little too late when it comes to those things so i think first and foremost minimize mistakes and maximize opportunities. Vanguard did a study, Patrice, several years ago at this point, and they have updated this, but the results came back relatively the same. The potential value added to people's lives in a financial sense is 3% a year per their study, and you're only paying an advisor 1% a year. Uh, in in our case, our fee starts mm-hmm. at one percent and then and then declines from there, right? So there's not only this time value of leveraging expertise, but there's also the financial benefit of all of the advice that we can provide. Absolutely. And then the accountability partner, like I mentioned, you know, just to kind of sum that up, you know, you want somebody to check in and say, "Did this happen? You know, I want to make sure we ticked all the boxes." And kind of keep track of that because let's say you sit down and you have your own personal budget meeting and then next month comes along and you're like, oh, I was supposed to do this and I didn't, but you have somebody, (laughs) you know, here helping you remember all those things because you got a lot of other stuff on your mind. So having the accountability partner allows you to free a little bit of mental space for something else. I think there's a lot of value to that. So Rachel and I are going to be accountability partners for all our listeners in this meeting. And your action item, listeners, is to build out your team, whether that's an estate planning attorney because you haven't gotten estate planning done or a financial advisor like us because you just need somebody in your corner. Go do the thing you've been putting off in your financial life and take that step, make that investment and make good decisions from here. As you are the CEO of your life. Now it's time to go build your team. I love that whole analogy. (laughs) I do too. I do too. And how can all these CEOs reach you to find their CFO? You can reach us on our website at fosterandmotley.com, or you can give us a call at 513- 
561-661-6640. All right. Now you CEOs make an executive decision. Follow, subscribe to this podcast and share with others. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to Foster and Motley, a podcast about wealth and life. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information discussed and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Foster and Motley. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. Keep in mind that rules and regulations are subject to change. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions regarding your financial planning and investments. Foster & Motley is not affiliated with any third-party providers. Any mention of a third-party provider does not imply an endorsement of that provider. If you decide to utilize a third-party provider, you do so at your own risk.